of, uh, of Level Up. I'm Cody Keesley. And I'm Graham Hall. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we're here to talk some more video games and, uh, and the culture around them. So, uh, yes. So, yeah. This week, I think we have a very, uh, very interesting and probably divisive topic. Yes. So, uh, we're in the midst of all the hullabaloo regarding the next generation of gaming. Um, so we're going to talk about kind of <laughs> what that, sorry, I'm laughing because I saw you like <laughs> edit my little face there. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> completely trapped, completely <laughs> threw me off. Good job, Cody. Derailed the show Woo-hoo! in the first. That is my job even, here. <laughs> just only a minute in. <laughs> But yeah, you were saying we're going to talk about the next generation and like what that's going to entail because it looks like it's not going to be the same as the previous generations, at least in my opinion. Yeah, so we're going to talk about kind of what what we can expect and or what we feel like we can expect. And we will definitively so answer by the end of the episode which one will win and which one is better. Um. I don't know about that, but <laughs> um, so um, I guess we should kind of take a look at what we have, like what what's um, what we know. I guess going into into this next generation, the different platforms. Um, obviously, there's PC, which is apparently the best. <laughs> um, according to <laughs> some people um but um you know we have we have other um you know other other platforms there are other platforms that are also very good <laughs> um and then we have nintendo which is uh, they're doing their own little thing um Uh, i love that we have other platforms that are also very good and then there's nintendo (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to imply that nintendo isn't good i love i love the switch nintendo is Um, in a class of their own i don't even think yes honestly i don't even think they're part of the console wars or platform wars whatever you want to call it nowadays anymore yeah i mean what the switch came out two three years ago something i don't know what I, I I forgot how like I I forgot for a moment what year we're in. I think it's no, it was two years ago, three years ago. I mean, um, so they're kind of already sort of rolling with their new console, so they don't have a new console coming out. Well, and um, I feel like the switches and Nintendo, like in general, is kind of seen as like an accessory console. So like you get your main console, and then you get a Switch, like. <laughs> It's not, I mean, I, there are definitely people who just get Switches, and there's nothing wrong with that at all, as long as that's the kind of games you want to play. But, like, a lot of, especially the more, quote, hardcore gamers get, you know, they build a PC, they buy an Xbox, they buy a PS4, and then they also buy a Switch. So, it's like getting a tablet. 
So yeah, so we're not probably not going to talk too much about Nintendo, other than saying they're probably just going to keep going with the Switch um, for at least the next few years. Um, PC is obviously kind of just kind of doing its thing, um, and then um, we have the Xbox Series X. Yes. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's more complicated than that, but we'll just say that for now. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I need like a chart to figure out what the heck's going on with this. Um, you, you, with the Xbox. You could even make the argument that PC is coming into the fold of Xbox, at least in Microsoft's view. Yes. Um, and then we have the PS5, which we know pretty much nothing about right now. Except that um, it has a hideous control. It's not that bad. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> ugly. Oh, it looks like a Mad Cat's controller from back in the day. Like it's so bad. Do you remember? Do you remember the Boomerang controller? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd rather play with that thing than what they. What? They, yeah, this thing is at least at least the Boomerang controller has like the argument of aesthetics behind it. Like it's not ergonomic at all, but like it looks futuristic and modern and all this. Like this thing is just, oh god, it's terrible. I don't know. I feel like if it was like a single color, that would be that would be better for sure. That would definitely. Yeah, I be feel like it would look, it would look, very good. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Um. Of course, the question is whether the the buttons feel right, but. <laughs> If you've, uh, if anyone listens, what was it? Um, uh, well, we when we did equipable, I my running thing was the buttons on controllers, and it's still it still is. I'm still very picky about buttons on controllers. Um, <laughs> still don't like how the PS4 feels. Too mushy. Button wise, but yeah, we'll see what um, we'll see uh, what happens with that. Um, the D-pad doesn't look any better, though. That's my other sticking point, is the D-pad. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Have I seen the Xbox Series? I want to take a look at the Xbox Series X controller, though. That baby's perfect. Um, I mean, I guess it looks pretty much... Don't you say it. Don't you dare say it. It looks the same. <laughs> it, it, it uh I think the silhouette is extremely similar. There are definitely differences though. Uh if you get into the more obviously the technical aspects, but like even the shape it's a very subtle difference, but like I've I'm very clearly an, a fan of Xbox, so I like watched the unveiling and all this kind of stuff. They actually talked to the guys who designed the console and the controller and they showed it compared to like uh, almost like an overlay compared to the current Xbox One controller, and it is, it is different. Um, they've taken some of the feedback from the Xbox One controller ergonomics and stuff into account. Like, for instance, probably my favorite part is it has grippiness on it now. The One X series, it'll have like that kind of rubber grippiness, not the like overbearing one, but like if you've used 
uh, one of the more premium Xbox One controllers, it, it has this, it's like this perfect balance between grip and slick. It's, but it, it, it is some sort of silicone or rubber or something. I'm not sure, but it's even extending onto the triggers, which is real nice. Um, but yeah. And I, I wasn't saying like that it is a bad thing that it looks similar. I feel like if it, if it works, stick with it. Oh I yeah. Hate when like, like with Nintendo, like that's one of my sticking points with Nintendo is every, I feel like every generation they have to reinvent their controller and I'm like, ah, uh, like if it works, stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. They've definitely, they kind of struck gold with the Xbox one controller and have just been iterating on that since then. And I personally, oh, and it's got a new D pad. I forgot to mention that. Uh, but yeah, they, I'm fine if they just keep doing that. Cause it's, it, at least for me, it fits perfectly in the hand and it's got a good weight to it. And then the triggers, oh, the triggers. Oh, I go and use a like PS4 controller. Holy shit. I don't, I don't know how you fit PS4 players deal with the triggers on your controllers. And it's been that way since like PS1 days. I don't know how you deal with it. It is so infuriating. Yeah, I feel like the PS4 controller, in terms of triggers, is a lot better than the PS3. Oh, for sure. It is. It is. Yeah. Better than the previous ones. But, like... I feel like they're... uh, um, The the PS4 controller is probably the best one they've they've done so far. So I'm hoping that, you know, they'll kind of take... take that and sort of iterate on that and hopefully have a hopefully this uh weird looking controller will actually be really good um (laughs) so i guess what is you know um obviously it's not just controllers there's more to uh a new console than than just the controllers so Uh, to bring us back off this tangent we we are very it's very obvious well, maybe on the surface, uh, which I guess you could say sides we're on. You're a PlayStation guy, and I I guess you could call me an Xbox guy, though I kind of straddle Xbox PC. Um, uh, which, in your case, I feel like, especially going into this next gen and what I've seen like through Xbox Game Pass, those lines are blurring. Oh, dude, yeah. that's uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Don't you worry. Um, I... <laughs> I guess what we can talk about first is because I was going to talk about like, Hey, okay. What are the advantages of each one? But I think first we have to talk about like, what benefits do you think we're going to see going into next gen that we, we don't have now? Um, I think the big things. I, so I, I, I think from what I've seen um, in terms of like demos, like there was that unreal engine five demo recently. Oh my God. That thing was amazing. Um, Even Brooks draw jaw dropped. <laughs> but see, I'm not seeing a huge like like okay. I won't deny it looks good, but it. I feel like the best looking current gen games, aside from well, aside from like the lighting and everything like that, like ray tracing and all that that that's probably the biggest graphically we're going to see but in terms of um you know 
games looking appreciably better beyond you know the lighting and ray tracing it doesn't seem like a huge jump to me i think the main advantages we're going to see kind of going into this next gen are how how games like are are delivered um in terms of i feel like we're going to see a much bigger push for digital uh, and at least i hope so uh and also we're going to see a um just looking at how how storage is going to work we're going to see a lot much faster um you know much games that load much faster or as they say not have any loading screens at all um which i don't totally buy but i guess we'll see when um when it happens but either way either way the 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 big things are going to be ray tracing um faster you know faster games and there's a third one and i'm blanking on it <laughs> shit i just completely blanked <laughs> that's okay i i i agree with you uh i agree with every point that you made but i will mm -hmm. i will say this i think that it's a bigger step forward graphically than what we realize right now and i say that because it may not be a step forward graphically in the same way that previous generations have been but i don't think we'll ever see that again i think we've gotten to a right. point we haven't plateaued on graphics don't get me wrong it doesn't look like real life right but i think we've gotten to a point where the uh the grade is much less steep than it used to be like you can't have the same jump you did from ps2 to ps3 yes right it's it's impossible you can't do that graphics have already gotten so good so what but what i think makes this generation so much better like light years ahead of the previous generation is the lighting i, I don't yes. think enough people realize how important good lighting is in games like it can make a game look go from like looking two generations old to looking current it's insane you should go and uh, google minecraft with ray tracing it's I was just going to mention that. <laughs> insane how different the game looks just when you flip that switch. That's it. And I, I think a lot of people also don't realize just how much processing power and how difficult it is to pull that off. Yeah. Like it takes a shit ton of power to make that happen because there are so many equations happening to, to kind of tell where the light's going to hit, what it's going to do when it hits there, where the shadows are going to be, what the shadows are going to look like when things move, all that kind of stuff. And if you go look at the Unreal demo, the Unreal 5 demo, when they like initially show the cave before you see the person, it looks like a cave, like just a photo of a cave. It does not look like a game. And I think that is amazing. And it's almost all because of the lighting. Yes. Part of it as well, they talked about this in the demo a little bit, is the textures. Because you can actually take like a photo and make it a texture and make it look real. Not like, you know, games back in like the late 90s, early 2000s were doing that, but it, it you can tell it's fake. It, it, partly because of the shape of the things. They didn't have as many polygons. But like it's, 
and they're not really using polygons. Uh, there's a lot of technical stuff in the Unreal 5 demo uh, that they talked about where they're, they're completely changing the way that they like form the models and stuff, which is insane. But, but yeah, I, I think you're right that it's not like, it's not like the difference between previous generations, but we can't reach that anymore. So, but I, I think another thing that is really, really important kind of in that same department and, and in general with this generation, I think it's, it's kind of like under the hood improvements that are going to make the games better is like 4k gaming and yes. frame rate. That was the other 4k gaming was the other thing. I yeah. Was, that's, that's going to be blanking huge <laughs> and like 4k gaming at 60 frames a second, right? Not 4k game at 30 yeah. frames a second. There's a big difference. And I know like the Xbox uh, series X is going to be able to do up to 120 frames a second, which I know because I have 144 Hertz display. There are PC people out there, PC snobs out there going <laughs> 120. If it's below 200, I'm not playing it. But like for <laughs> console, 120 frames a second at even at like 1080p is insane. That has never been done before. That's, not, that's like double what's been done before. That's crazy. And with ray tracing cut on, right? Like that's that's insane. So like I feel I feel like that's a big deal. That is kind of getting underplayed within the video gaming community because a lot of a lot of your like typical gamers is like if it doesn't look better visually, then it's oh well, what's the big deal? Like what's the upgrade there? Like no, dude, under the hood, this thing is like multitudes better than the previous generation now anything beyond that i think you diverge on the two consoles because i think that there are large differences between the ps4 5 and the xbox series x and there and it's because they're different approaches from each side similar to the the different approaches you had with the previous generation uh though that has drastically evolved over time um but yeah, I mean, we can kind of get into that. I think we, we should get into that, like talking about what advantages do each of them have? Because they are, at least from what I've seen, they're very different. Uh, because Sony and Microsoft are taking different stances and going kind of about this in different ways um, that have developed because of the response to each of their consoles this generation, right? I think that, Sony, just like with the PS4, and they got praised for this when the PS4 was announced and launched and all that, but I think it's going to hurt them with the PS5. I think Sony's a little behind the ball. I think Sony is making another gaming console, and there you go. Like, that's they're improving it. They're making it better. It's definitely going to be a great console, no question. But I don't mm. know if Sony is like... in. Uh, this is going to sound weird because like the PS2 was such a great console. The PS4 has been lauded uh, across the entire gaming community. It's such a great console. But like, in my opinion, Sony sticks to the traditional when it comes to mm. gaming, right? That's why they were behind on live on online gaming as well. Everybody was behind Xbox. I mean, except PC, obviously, but in the console world, I think Sony sticks to the tradition of like, this is a gaming console. Here we go. Uh, they've done a good job of adapting the PS4 as the environment 
the landscape has changed over the life of the console. I think this console generation has been very odd compared to it. We've already seen some of the shifts that we're, we're going to talk about later on where like our consoles even, I mean, our generation's even going to be a thing within yeah. a one or two generations from now, because it's like the, we've had the Xbox one, the Xbox one S the Xbox one X and the Xbox Xbox one S with no disc drive. Like that's four different releases of technically the same generation. And like, even Sony has done like the PS4, the PS4 Pro, uh, the PS4 Slim, which is more, the PS4 Slim is a little bit more traditional because, you know, they've done that before. We've seen re-releases of consoles that are smaller, but. Yeah, I was going to say the PS4 Slim is literally, I think it's exactly the same hardware as the standard PS4. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, that's, that just goes to my point again of tradi- Sony's more traditional. They just are. Yeah. Xbox got slammed for being way too forward thinking with the Xbox one when it first came out. But look at the way consoles are used now, right? Like if the Xbox one had just waited a couple years, it would have been like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's very forward thinking because that's the way that it actually went. They were just way ahead, like too far ahead. Honestly, they shouldn't have tried to bring it out when they did. Um, but and, and now I think that's going to bite Sony in the ass because Microsoft, or I guess I'll, I'm going to refer to them as Xbox because the Xbox team is super independent at Microsoft from what I've seen. Um, but the Xbox team is like the way they're thinking of the this next generation of consoles is super different. Like they're already talking about the Xbox Series X is just one console in this generation. Like they're going to have other consoles in this generation. Which again goes back to like, well, it's not really its own generation then, you know. Like, if you have multiple different ones within a generation, it's not really a generation. It's a, it's a, it's something else entirely. Um, so it's, I, I think it's very interesting. And then of course Xbox is also doing like the streaming stuff. And yes, Sony has toyed with it as well. But I think, I like I'm on the beta for XCloud. Um, and I think that X, that the Xbox team is like way more serious about it than Sony is. Um, they're like Google level serious, right? Maybe probably even more serious than Google because their entire team depends on it. But you know, they're making like, that's their real big push. They think that there's not going to be another generation. There's going to be X cloud, right? Like there'll be the series X, whatever's along in that generation. And then that's it. Right. I could very easily see the Xbox team release a like set top box branded as Xbox that runs the Xbox OS that you just stream X cloud games from that uh, within the next like five years, I could see that coming out. That'd be easy. Um, and it'd make a lot of sense for them, but whereas like the PS five is kind of like, well, it's a, an upgraded PS4. Like, I mean, it's, it's not what it is, but that, that's the next step. Well, there's the PS5, you know, it can do better graphics and stuff. There you go. There's a little bit extra, but it's not, you can tell that the thinking behind the consoles is different. Uh, Even in backwards compatibility, right? Which this is another argument that like generations are going away. Is like when I, when I get an Xbox series X, I'll be able to play games 
from that generation, the Xbox Series X games, all the way back to original Xbox games, natively right mm-hmm. there on the console. That's insane. You've seen a little bit of that. Like uh, you can rebuy some games on PlayStation. I know that. Uh, it's not as widespread as I would like it. I don't think anybody would like it to be. And Nintendo's in the past had their uh, is it, what was it called? They did it where they released. Is, is it just on the Wii Store or whatever, where you could buy like older Nintendo games on the? Oh yes. Which uh, they haven't done on the Switch, right? They said they Dave. were going to, but they still haven't. Right. Um, so they have a if you're subscribed to the online. Oh yeah, you have yeah. Um, you have um, NES and Super NES games, but they've they don't really up. Like I think they just updated it for the first time since February. So they haven't been like super great with it, which has been annoying. But like Xbox um, has been for years now adding to their backwards compatibility library. T- there's so many Xbox 360 games. Like, it's absurd. And I think it was like a year and a half ago they started adding original Xbox games. And there's a whole, like, you can play all three generations on Game Pass, which I think is a whole nother thing. Like, where is Sony on Game Pass? Right? Like, um, again, actually, um, PlayStation now is sort of a combination streaming service in Game Pass. So they have, I don't think it's as, um, as big as like a, as big of a selection as Xbox, but they do have, um, like a wide variety of, of PS4 games that you can literally just download to your console. Why don't they market that more? Um, I don't know, man. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on, but I, I, that's kind of my firm opinion is like, yes, the first half of the console wars or whatever of this past generation, Sony won mostly because Microsoft was trying to push the envelope a little too much, a little too early, but like, it's kind of swung back around a little bit. Um, and now Microsoft is at an advantage because they pushed the envelope so much so early. Um, and they, they have a good mixture now at the head of the company that like cares about both more traditional gaming aspects and forward thinking aspects. So, but yeah, so I, I definitely think that like Xbox has the advantage, but I do understand that one, probably the biggest advantage that Sony has is if you like JRPGs, you have to get a PlayStation. (laughs) Like, I, I'm so pissed about this. I cannot buy Dragon Quest Eleven on an Xbox. It does. It has not been released for Xbox. It's on PC, but it's not on Xbox. It's on Switch, but it's not on Xbox. Like, so if you are hardcore, you've got to have access to JRPGs. You have to get a PlayStation. There, there's just no option. But yeah, so I, I just think that Xbox has some inherent advantages this generation over uh, Sony. Well, I think in terms of um, backwards compatibility, it's been confirmed that the PS5 will have backwards compatibility. That's a hard word to say. 
backwards compatibility with um, with at least at very least the PS4 um, because it's um, I was actually just looked it up to confirm because I wasn't 100% sure on that but um, it looks like it has very similar um, hardware architecture to the um, to the PS4 in which like to the point where the GPU is like literally just a newer version of the of the GPU in the PS4 apparently um, so I don't know I think I think we're gonna start seeing Sony be more in line with with what Microsoft is doing in terms of from like a hardware angle I think um, I think they have to in terms like you're saying with backwards compatibility because like I th- I think they learned from the whole uh, crossplay incident, <laughs> right? Like Microsoft clearly won that, Xbox very clearly won that because they were willing to work with other people and expand things for their game their users. Yeah, I I. I... I don't know. I, I feel like going into this, um, this is probably going to be the last like traditional hardware generation based on kind of, I don't know. I feel based on like what we've seen this last gen, what you mentioned earlier with um, kind of the iterative designs uh, with the, you know, Xbox One, Xbox One X, PS4, PS4 Pro. So, so I feel like I feel like it's more advantageous. Uh, I think they're gonna both Sony and Microsoft are gonna see that it's, it's more advantageous to kind of iteratively update their systems. Um, but yeah, so so I I I hope the iterative iterative nature of you know that we started seeing this past generation. I hope that continues. Yeah, I I think it will just because. Of the, the directions that the the market seems to be headed. Like with the whole streaming thing that we'll talk about in a future episode, maybe even the next episode. Uh, but with that whole thing, and then I really think that something like Game Pass is going to be, that's going to be like a requirement in the future. Uh, if you want to, if you want to make money as a, as a console uh, maker or whatever. Cause it's, it's just so good. Like I could, if, if I wasn't the kind of person who likes to play, uh, like league of legends and things like that, I could definitely see myself just get game pass. That's it. I'm good. I could just have a game pass subscription forever and I'll just play the games that are on game pass. And maybe, maybe occasionally if I really, really love a game or want a game buy buy the game which also you get a discount on the games that are on game pass so like because uh game pass like rotates kind of like netflix it's not very often it's not like it you half the library goes away but like if a game you really like is going off game pass you can buy it at like i think it's like 20 percent discount or something and hmm. that's on top of other sales so if another sale is on that game at the same time you still get the 20 percent on top of that which is really nice but, oh my god yeah um <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I don't know how they make a profit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, 
I, I definitely think that's like the future of how console makers make a lot of their money. Um, I am interested though. What advantages do you think? I get, I mean, I listed a shit ton for Xbox and a little bit for PlayStation, but what advantages do you think that the PS five is going to have over the Xbox? Uh, so I feel like there's not really going to be a huge advantage one way or the other, um, aside outside of, um, outside of exclusives. Um, but also, I mean, that this is assuming that, um, PS4 backwards compatibility or PS5 backwards compatibility goes beyond the PS4. Um, maybe if you're into playing older games from before current generation, um, you know, the Xbox Series X might be a better better fit for you depending on how things go. But outside of that and exclusives, I feel like there's really no. From from what I'm reading, they seem to be just very, very similar, and we're just going to see. I, I, th- I think we're going to see them be just a lot similar, a lot more similar than they were um, this generation. Anyway, <laughs> I think I we've think beaten, we just... beaten this topic to death. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll move on to uh, suggestion of the week. Um, yes. So we're going to do suggestion of the week. What's this week is your week, Graham. Mm-hmm. What is your suggestion for us? So my suggestion is an oldie, but a goodie. And, uh, it's, um, I have, I had not played this before until recently. Um, LA noir. Uh, so it is sort of a, um, well, it is a, um, like 1940s style mystery. You play as a detective in the LAPD, um, and you kind of just go through case after case, and you, you solve. You know, you go through and you look for evidence, and you um, in, you interrogate, interview different people, uh, and kind of put that together and solve the case. And I feel like I, I'm not done with it. I think I'm a little more than halfway through. Um, I think there's like some overall story i'm not 100 percent sure on that yet um i seem to be like hinting towards like a little um possible um overarching story for the for the game um but the big the big thing um is the um the interrogations are um, kind of the highlight of this, uh, the highlight of the game, and I remember, I remember it being like kind of the focal point of the marketing when this came out. Whenever this, when did this come out? Two thousand eleven, originally. Yeah. Um, let me just say, the the facial animation. I have not played a game. To this day, I've not played a game that has as good facial animation as this game has. Um, yeah, it is. It's almost creepy how how good it is. You, so you've played this? I have not, actually. It has been kind of on my list for a long time because I'm a big fan of like murder mystery and old school pulp uh, novels. 
um, like basically exactly what the story of this game is. Noir. Right? Yes. I'm a huge fan of noir. <laughs> so it's been on my list for a long time, but I have not, I have not had the opportunity to play it. I don't even know like what the gameplay style is. Um, so it's, it's kind of open world. Um, it feels kind of like GTA, um, which makes sense because uh, it's published by Rockstar. Um, and even the driving feels the same, which is annoying because I hate the driving in GTA. Uh, <laughs> but it's um, so yeah, it's open. It's open world. Um, so you basically you have to kind of figure out where, like through through interviewing people and finding evidence you can figure out like places where you need to go um it sets like waypoints for you on the map but um you kind of have to get to the point where you can reveal that location if that makes sense i haven't actually done too much with the open world stuff because i've been so engrossed in the story i've basically just been going from point to point um i know there's some like side missions you can do um but I, I have not touched any of them because I've just been so engrossed um, in the story. But um, I will say it is a little, going back to the facial animation, it is super accurate, but it's also kind of funny how how much like the, the, the actors kind of overact <laughs> with their facial facial animation <laughs> with, the, with the faces they make. Because you like... You ask someone a question, and you're like, "Hey, were you? Do you know this person? Were you here with him on this day?" And they're like, "No, I wasn't there." And then like they just do like this weird like shifty like. So you're like, "Hmm, I wonder if they're lying." So it's basically just very exaggerated, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been really liking it. Um, if you're into like mystery games. Um, any, you know, any kind of mystery games like that, um, then definitely check this one out because if you haven't checked it out yet in the past 10 years for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's my that's my suggestion. Oh, I'm playing it on Switch, by the way, which I which has been nice because it's like it's almost like curling up with a with a good mystery novel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the um, driving sucks on the Switch, I will say, but that's a whole other tangent because it doesn't have analog triggers. But other than that, it's perfect on the Switch. <laughs> I'll definitely have to uh, to check it out. It goes on sale pretty often on um, on Xbox and on PC. So I might, it's the kind of game that I could see Brooke and I like playing together. Uh, Cause we've done that with some, yes, some games that like the narrative is really strong and it's in a genre that she'll enjoy. Uh, we are actually currently playing through, well, I guess we're still doing it. We haven't played in a few weeks, um, but uh, Dragon Age Origins together. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, Cause you know, she saw me playing it and she sat down and was like, Oh, what's this? And then I was very early on in the game. So I was like, Hey, do you want to, do this together and she's like yeah sure i i do the mechanic stuff but we make like choices together and what to do where to go all that but so i might uh 
make her watch like a trailer or the first episode of a playthrough and see if she'd be interested. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, um, I think it'd be a perfect game for that. Yay! Anyway, um, that is our episode. <laughs> yeah. That's the show this week. Boom. Done. Uh, thanks for listening guys. And, uh, Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and um, head over to anchor.fm slash LVL-UP, level up, uh, to uh, to find the show, find us anywhere else you could listen to podcasts and um, also find us on the social medias. Um, we'll at the very least post like when a new episode comes out. So if you want to kind of keep up with that, you should follow us there. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and hope you hope you come back next time when we're, I guess we're going to, it seems like we're probably going to talk about the streaming thing because that kind of just butts up nice against <laughs> yeah. the next generation because that's kind of like the next next generation. So, But yeah, uh, hope to see you then, guys. Bye.